Hello and welcome to the Divorce to Bliss podcast. Here you will learn all things related to healing from divorce, mind, body, and spirit, so you can create a beautiful new life filled with happiness. I'm Rachel Ruby, author of Divorce to Bliss, divorce coach, speaker, and attorney, and I'm so glad you found me here. Hello and welcome to the Divorce to Bliss podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe, turn on notifications, like, comment, and share so I can continue to bring you more great information about your healing journey from divorce. Today, I'm going to be talking about signs you need to start healing. And throughout our lives, we are often presented with many different kinds of signs. They can be physical, they can be within our bodies, um, they can be signs, things that we think of in our minds or that just pop into our minds through dreams and in a waking state. They can be things people say. There are so many ways we can receive these signs. But when we are going through divorce or just came out of divorce or even sometime thereafter and we haven't done the healing, there are so many signs that we might be missing. So it's important to realize that some of them are there because your mind, your spirit, your body wants you to heal and it's kind of trying to push you in that direction. So let's jump in and talk about some of these signs. The first one is an obvious sign, and that is if you are feeling sad, depressed, um, anxious, or a whole host of negative emotions. And the, this is a sign that's obvious to us, of course. But oftentimes we ignore the sign and not don't see it as a sign because we get into such a deep victim state where we just keep thinking, this is all happening to me and here I am, I'm stuck in this mess. And we don't really think about the truth, which is that we are the only ones who can help us get out of this mess. But sometimes if you are in a, a severe state of depression or having anxiety, it's hard to get out of it yourself when you get so deep into that um, that well of, of negativity. But it's important to notice that when you are feeling any of these negative feelings, you May, you know, allow yourself to realize that, hey, why am I feeling these things? Well, obviously, I went through a divorce and that was hard, but shouldn't I be healing? Shouldn't I be working on getting better so I can be happy? Because you are the only one in control of whether or not you're going to be happy. So the next sign is when we get or become triggered by others. And this can apply to people you know who may say something to you just off the cuff or even maybe something funny and you just take it so personally. And it can also come from total strangers. You can be watching a YouTube video and someone can say something and you can just, without knowing that person or knowing anything about them, assume that what they're saying is a non-truth or that it's not real and that can set you off. There are so many ways that we can become triggered and that we allow ourselves to become triggered when we're in that negative victim state. So pay attention if you find yourself just going off at somebody or feeling these feelings of anger or, um, you know, not trusting somebody, even someone who cares and loves you, cares about you and loves you. And just pay attention to what you are experiencing when you get triggered by someone. 
The next sign is when you are unable to make important decisions. Now, as humans, this happens to all of us at different times of our lives where we just kind of get stuck or we are afraid to make a decision or we just don't want to do it. We don't want to adult that day, right? Um, or we might be going through something tough and uh, making a big decision just seems like way too much work, uh, too exhausting. And when you're going through divorce healing, this is often the case. But the fact is that you need to make some big decisions about your life moving forward, about who you want to be, what you need for yourself to be happy, and how you're going to create that new life. And especially if you have children for whom you are fully or partially responsible, you need to show up for them. Um, they're hurting too. And you need to be the adult. But even if you don't have children, it is so important to realize that you are the only one in control of your own happiness. There it is again. And therefore, you need to be that decision maker. And the next sign is not taking care of yourself. And this can happen in many different forms. It can be physical, where you just aren't eating healthy, you aren't exercising, you aren't getting out, you are just sitting around in your house and doing not much of anything, um, feeling sad, lonely, and depressed. And that is a, is a, a catch 22 because when we don't treat our bodies well, we don't get outside and get fresh air. We don't get exercise. We don't get around other people. We don't laugh. We don't find things that are fun and allow us to be childlike. We can very easily go down the rabbit hole of being stuck and sad and even depressed. So it, we have to start doing those things in order to get out of that stuckness. So what's important is that you find time to go outside uh, and you find time to, if you don't live near, I mean, get out in nature. That's the most important thing. Go sit by a lake or a beach, go take a walk, go on a trail, go buy, ride a bike, go hang out with your friends outside and have a coffee. I mean, whatever it is, but get outside and experience, feel the sun. <laughs> if you're not in an area where it's sunny at the at the, the time you're feeling this, that's fine. There are a lot of other things you can do. Um, you can go to a museum. You can go to a beautiful indoor botanical area. You can find things to do that allow you to experience nature and be around others. Now, this is an important thing when you're healing from divorce. I've talked about this many times that you need to learn to be alone because being alone is a very important part of healing and being comfortable being alone. But when you are in that victim state, in that very negative state, you need to start with being around those who care about you, those who love you, because that is going to help you get out of this feeling that you have of negativity, of being sad and whatever else may come your way. So you need to take care of yourself. You also need to eat healthy because what we put in our body, our body is our temple. We only have one of them in this life. And what we put in our body, I feel so strongly about this, is going to determine how healthy we are in body, mind, and spirit. So if you are sitting on the couch and eating a bag of potato chips or a pint of ice cream and just binge watching, TV shows, 
you need to stop that and you need to go out and make yourself a healthy meal and get healthy, treat yourself well, because you are the only one who can take care of your body and feeding it the right things and drinking water and exercising and being around people are all great ways to get healthy. And another way to get healthy and take care of yourself is spiritually. And we do that by sitting with ourselves, by meditating, by listening to beautiful music, not mainstream pop music where songs are about breakups and lost love and other things that can bring you down. But inspirational happy music and i'm not talking about religious music i'm simply talking about music that is beautiful it could be piano music or jazz music with no sound it can be or no no words it can be inspirational music with words uh, there are so many wonderful artists out there who sing about love and about healing and about choices and about um appreciation of you of life so listen to the music dance and allow yourself to move all these are ways of taking care of yourself you don't want the body to be stagnant you don't want the mind to be stagnant and you don't want the spirit to be stagnant so learn how to meditate go do some yoga go take a class go do some painting go cook and invite friends to do these things with you because these are things that will bring you joy find what brings you joy Every one of us is different and do those things. And notice after just a few times, maybe even the first time, that you're going to feel a little bit better and write it down in your journal. Another sign that we need to pay attention to so we can start healing is our sleep pattern. And when we are sad or depressed or angry, a lot of times our sleep gets affected. And what we don't realize, even though if we thought about it, we would no, but we don't realize a lot of the times is we start to get exhausted and we don't really connect it with the not sleeping because the not sleeping well is usually coming from some kind of emotion within your body or in your poor eating habits or in your lack of exercise or all of those. So when you are going through those things and it's affecting your sleep or you're having nightmares, then you need to get back on a great sleeping schedule. And in order to do that, you need to start doing the healing work. And again, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind and taking care of your spirit. These are all wonderful ways to get your sleep pattern back up and running. Also, you want to be drinking enough. You want to be hydrating, drinking water, taking electrolytes if you need. And you probably should have a physical to see if there are any things in your body that are missing, any nutrients, any um, vitamins, anything that you should be putting in your body. And that's a really good idea, especially when you're feeling down because, like I said, all of those things can affect our bodies and show up physically. So if you're starting to feel pains in your body, you're starting, you know, your your hip is hurting. For me, I had major, major hip pain for about probably two years um, toward the end of my marriage. And I, I ignored it. I Well, I didn't ignore it. I went to a doctor. I tried to find things to, to help it. But the funny thing is, or the ironic thing is, that after I realized that I needed to leave my marriage after much hard work, that hip pain just stopped, literally stopped. It was as if it was just never there. 
And I realized that that was a sign for me. And although I was trying to treat the sign, I wasn't paying attention to why that hip was hurting me so much. And um, similarly, a lot of us have, we get stomach aches when we are stressed out or when we are scared or when we are um, sad or uh, unhappy. And that happened to me as well. So we need to listen to these signs. If you're getting headaches, if you're getting, you know, whatever it is, you need to listen to those physical signs because those all can affect your sleep too. And those are all things that you need to start thinking about where they're coming from and why. And um, a lot of the time, at least with my clients and with myself and my own journey, we discover that those things are all coming from uh, the divorce and the the feelings that we have from the divorce related to the divorce. So, and the healing. So healing is going to start to uh, rectify and cure most of those things that you are experiencing. And if it doesn't, then you definitely need to get further help from a professional. Another sign that we may or most likely need to start the healing process is when we find ourselves just staying home or staying by ourselves. And I mentioned this a little earlier, but it's really important to look at whether you are kind of boarding yourself up in your house or just going from home to work and back and not experiencing any fun, not experiencing any childlike behaviors, not being with people who love you. And so we need to start doing those things so we can come out of just being a homebody because that's not going to allow us to expand our horizons, so to speak, so that we can heal. And another sign that we need to heal is when we catch ourselves watching too much television or being in on our electronics too much, staring at the phone, um, binge watching TV every single night or every day or often, and just looking at YouTube videos and such. And we need to kind of back away from those things so that we can focus on our our inner healing work. And I did that consciously, very consciously. When I started my own healing journey, I turned off the TV. I didn't watch TV for over, I think, a year and a half, a long time. I also stopped listening to any music that wasn't inspirational, as I mentioned earlier. And doing those things really helped me to focus on what I was experiencing, what I was feeling, and doing deep work into how to heal myself and what I needed in order to move forward and be happy. And so if you can distance yourself from those things, I guarantee you will start to feel so much better in your mind and in your body. And instead of turning on that television, get out and go on a great walk or go roller skating, go ice skating, find something fun, go climb rocks, go uh, run, Wh whatever floats your boat, go take a class, whatever makes you feel good, just get out there because um, that exercise stimulates the endorphins and makes you feel good too. And also getting away from the social media and the television and the computer is also going to for you a little bit and make you kind of just dive deeper into you instead of focusing on something where you're not, where you're just numbing yourself. So those are some of the, 
the things that it's important to pay attention to when we are going through divorce or coming out of divorce, or again, uh, if we divorced a while back and we never did the healing work. And remember, healing work, it's called work because it's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, then we would take it for granted. And because we have to do the work and we have to work hard at improving ourselves and becoming the best version of ourselves, it allows us to appreciate every little step in the right direction. And there will be a time, I promise you, if you do the work, where you will come to a point where you can actually look back and say, wow, I have healed so much. I feel so good. And you'll start to just feel happier. And I highly encourage you to start the healing work, start the process. A lot of times, like I said in the beginning, it's hard to do on our own and we don't know how to start. And that's why you can get help. You can go to traditional therapy. You can work with a coach like myself. I am a divorce healing coach. So very specifically, I help people going through divorce to figure out what they need in their own individual journey so that they can start the healing process. But if you choose to do it on your own, it is possible. You just have to be very dialed in and a self-starter and you have to want to heal. As I've mentioned many times, there is a trifecta to healing and this is desire, belief, and expectation. And we need to have all three of those things in order to be able to move forward in the healing process and make big differences so we can heal and can move on and create a beautiful new life. So you have to desire to heal. You have to believe you can. That's a big part, a big one that some people have a hard time with. And you have to expect that it's going to happen, that you are going to make it happen. And that's another even bigger one that people get stuck on. So start your healing process. And I promise that you will notice big changes as you go along. First, there'll be little changes. There'll be small changes. But then they'll be, you'll start to notice that you feel so much better. And you will be able to create a wonderful new life as you heal from divorce.